I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Are you over 45, 60? Are you relying on the traditional medical field to help you feel great and get you back to a balanced body? Good luck with that. At e2lab.com, Dr. Don Salio got sick of people complaining about bloating, inflammation, and feeling sluggish. He has created unique, potent, and powerful non-pharmaceutical supplements to help the body rebalance, detox, and get back to being healthy. Go to e2lab.com, getting you back to healthy and balanced. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. So a couple things we all know that, you know, I am a fitness competitor. I've been using this amazing product called Rapid Lean. Rapid Lean is amazing. So I took it. I just took it before I got on the call today. I just want to share it with you. I take it in the morning, take it in the night, and it basically melts the fat off. So I just highly suggest you go check it out to e2lab.com. Because as you know, I'm going to be doing another contest here in the next few months, which I'm super excited about. So I'm in the dieting phase. Yay. So I have someone really cool on the phone today. I guess it's not phone anymore, is it? There's no more phones. We don't have phones anymore. Ty. Ty, are you there? I'm here. Okay. We don't have phones. You're not on a phone, are you, Ty? I don't know. I don't even know what we call it anymore. I don't even know. It's just a thing that we're talking through. <laughs> it's called the internet. Y'all heard of it? I think Al Gore created it. Just kidding. So Ty, this is a cool. So I, you know, I'm very familiar with this subject and we're going to talk about business credit, everyone. And as you're, if you're an entrepreneur, um, I highly suggest you start to really listen up to credit because you think, oh, there's always this venture capital money. And that's not always the case. Okay. There's this things called banks. And when you walk in, and you say, I want a business credit card or I want a loan. They look at you with these like four eyes and they're like, well, we're not sure if we could do that where your assets and all this kind of weird stuff. And if you have an online marketing business, they really don't understand that. They're like, that's in the sky, you know? So I've definitely come across this and, and been able to separate my personal credit from my business credit. So I want to tell you who Ty is. Ty Crandall is an internationally known speaker, author, and business credit expert. With over 16 years of financial experience, Ty is recognized as an authority in business credit building and is the author of two books on credit named Perfect Credit and Business Credit Decoded and has been featured in Entrepreneur and Forbes. Ty currently serves as CEO at Credit, where he has helped create and grow one of the biggest and most credible business coaching operations in the United States. Woo, that's some big pants there, Ty. The largest, the biggest. I like this word. Are you Trumpy? Are you Trumper? Like, I'm the biggest. No, no. You know, it's pretty interesting because uh, one of the things that attracted me to business credit when I got in this space was that it has such a benefit to entrepreneurs. There was nobody really in the space. So when it comes to the business credit coaching side, that's really a niche that we created. You know, we're we're by far the dominant force because we're the only ones out there that really with a, a turnkey wave for people just to offer business credit financing as a service. Got it. Okay, great. So you didn't come out of the womb doing business credit. How did this get started? 
Well, you know, I, my first business I owned was a mortgage company, and I owned it in the height of the mortgage industry. And Were you, know, you it was in Florida in 2001 to 2005? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so was I. We probably crossed oh. paths. Probably, <laughs> probably so. For nothing down, I just breathed on the piece of paper, and you let me sign it. That's probably what happened. That's how we met. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much how it went. And you know, at that point in time, when you owned a business, especially a mortgage business, you you really couldn't go wrong. I mean, you you could be a horrible entrepreneur and still succeed if you were in the real estate and mortgage industry. But then, obviously, the whole thing collapsed. And I, like a lot of business owners, personally guaranteed everything for our business. So when we just lost the ability to fund loans, I mean, it, it pushed me almost to the point of a personal bankruptcy. I mean, I lost almost everything as a result of that. And as I recovered and, and built a consumer credit company that I've you know, since sold, a, a lot of customers started asking us about business credit, and I didn't know that much about it. And when I looked into it, it was just eye-opening to me that a business could have its own credit profile and score, that a business owner could separate their personal liability. And I thought about the impact that would have had on my life if I would have known about it. And I became really frustrated, you know, that nobody else was talking about it. And, and ever since that moment, I just decided to be the advocate to make sure that all business owners know what this is and, and how it works. Got it. Yeah. You know, did you watch that movie, The Short? Did yeah, I did. That? I actually just watched it a few weeks ago. That was good. Do you remember the scene when he's driving, the, the guys from New York are in like Southeast Florida and they're driving down. And they're meeting the mortgage brokers and they're like, so what'd you do like a few years ago? Like, I was a bartender. <laughs> I'm like, I knew a lot of those guys, actually. Like, just all of a sudden they were make, when went from being a bartender to now they're like a financial service person. They were making like, what, ten to $15,000 per loan and doing a ton of loans. This is 2001 to 2005. This is what I call the golden days of that world. So uh, were you in that space? Was that, was that the world you were in? I was. I was in in the space, although I'd had you know a lot of financial experience before I jumped into that space. Um, you know, I had several friends that had been in mortgages for a long time, and uh, and I decided to make the jump. And I was in it for quite a long time, and then eventually worked my way up, owned my own mortgage company, all during that time. Wait, when did you jump in? What year? Do you remember? Oh, man, I, I'd have to think back. I, I really don't remember off the top of my head, but I, I think it was somewhere. It was it was right about then, probably about yeah. two thousand one. 2000, 2001, I think is when I got it initially. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was an interesting time. I mean, I was, that was the time when people know this. I was traveling the country every single week, 52 weeks out of the year doing real estate seminars, teaching people how to buy and sell houses. We had people like you on our stages and, and it was an interesting time, you know, to just get in front of a stage and sell people $10,000 packages. It was just, it was just nuts. And of course, I call it the, uh, if you could breathe and have a pen, you could buy a house. <laughs> it, you know, the big short that was, was all about that. And it really was that way. And I remember that, that scene where they were talking to the stripper and she's like, what about my other homes? And she had like five homes. It was very reflective of what was really happening at the time. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I lived it. So when I was re when I was watching the movie and the New Yorker guys are all like, what's going on? I'm like, what? Y'all really didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> did y'all not know we're in Vegas and Florida? That was like living it up. So anyway, all right. So going back to um, business credit here, about to go into break in a few minutes, but people don't understand what business credit is. What's the difference? Because maybe they've had experience like I have. You walk into the bank, hey, I want a business credit card. And they go, great, give me your social security number, right? So tell us how, what like the difference between personal and business credit. Well, you know, personal credit is obviously credit that's linked to your social security number. And I think almost everybody is familiar with that. And what a lot of entrepreneurs, about 90% statistically don't know is that a business has its own credit profile and score much the same as you do as a consumer. And 
you know, once the business starts to build a credit profile and score, it can be used for really a lot of the same things you use on the personal side. It can be used to obtain business credit cards. It can be used to obtain vehicle leases. It can be used to obtain commercial real estate. And the better your business credit is, a lot of those things you can obtain without a personal guarantee and without a personal credit check. So even from the beginning stage of starting a business credit profile and score, as you mentioned, going into your bank, you give your social. Well, what we teach is how people can actually obtain the high limit credit cards without providing their social, where there is no inquiry, where there is no reporting of the credit on their personal credit report. It basically is all attached to the business. So it's a great way to really separate liability because you have your own individual credit profile and then your business has its credit profile and score. And as you walk into the banks to get loans and credit cards and these type of things, they're pulling that business credit and using that business credit quality to determine if you get approved and the rates and terms you're approved for, even the amount that you're approved for. You know, it's interesting you say that. So it's been a while since I went out and tried to build my business credit. But I will say that even recently, you know, if you like right now, if I walk into Bank of America or Chase or if they have buildings anymore, I don't know. But if you walk into them and I say, I want to get a business loan, the first thing they're going to ask for is give me your social. And I, I many times myself going, well, I, this is a business loan. I'm not going to get my social. Whether well, we can't do it. What's the education to that? Well, there's a couple of different aspects to it. First yeah. of all, walking into your bank to get a loan is probably the worst idea. You know, lo- banks are great for loans, Don't but they – me publicly in front of my listeners. I mean, <laughs> I'm giving an idea that people have done. Come no, on. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that yes, way. I'm just did. saying that from a business owner's standpoint, yeah. that's not the place you want to start. You know, the 98% of business loans now come from alternative lenders, not the big banks. But you're right. If you walk into a bank to get a loan, they primarily will ask for your social security number because they're basically issuing you an SBA loan. So SBA loans are very difficult to qualify for, and they absolutely will require a personal guarantee, and they'll require substantial assets and tax returns with profits, amongst many other things. Business credit cards are different, though. You could walk in and be able to start obtaining business credit cards without the personal guarantee, without the liability, without the personal credit check. Business loans are more difficult to do unless you have really, really, really well-established business credit and a really, really, really seasoned business. So for loans, it's harder to get without a guarantee. There are some out there through alternative lenders, not through the big banks, but business credit cards are much easier to obtain without the personal credit check or guarantee. Okay, great. So when you created a business, I'm going to let Tide go into this. When you create a business, you create a thing called an EIN number, which is the lovely number that the United States of America follows you around and knows how much money you make, to put it bluntly, right? So so Ty, tell us, I mean, we already just example of me walking into a bank. So are there different kinds of banks? If someone's going, okay, well, Ty, I tried that. Didn't work. You're right. It was probably a bad mistake. So where do I go? How does that work? If I want to get a loan for, let's say, let's just say 10 grand, you know, just for inventory. Because like for me, I have an online business. I have a couple of online businesses and I found it really interesting. I don't know if you know this. I have a business online with Amazon and recently they've been giving me loans. I've been taking it because I know that it's building my business credit. They're basing it based on my sales. So all of a sudden, I get this email like, hey, you get $3,000. I'm like, thanks. They deposit the money and then they take the money out slowly over six months and then I pay it off and everything's good. And I, and I know I'm just building my credit, but that's automatically. They're, like, they're doing it for me. It's really nice. And I love that. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy? Do you feel like a hostage to your web guy? The better question is, do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep? No? 
the Go Watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Imagine having a money site, not a website, for your self-published book, e-commerce products, local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers. Get a money site, not a website. Go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. If someone is going through Amazon or they have a product business online, where would you suggest how they start? You know what I mean? Like, ah, what do I do? Sure. Well, there's a couple different things you could do. I mean, there's there's two different aspects. There's business credit and there's business loans. And, you know, a lot of these accounts like Amazon, a lot of the places out there that will give you the type of credit, they don't report to the business credit reporting agency. So if your goal is to build business credit, the first thing is to ask the people that are issuing you the loan or issuing you the credit if they report to the business credit reporting agency and which one. About 97% of trade vendors out there do not report what's actually going on. If they give you a loan, they will report it as what's called a UCC filing. They will put on your credit report that you have a loan, but they're not reporting it every month to actually give you credit for the payment of that loan. Business credit is very intentional. You really have to be working with companies you know report to the business credit reporting agencies in order to be able to build it. Most companies you'll deal with won't actually report to the reporting agencies. Amazon has a great business credit card that you can get from about 60 days in of starting a business credit report. And you, know, you can get 3,500 to 10 grand and it's all not personal guaranteed and it doesn't require a personal credit check and it reports to the business credit reporting agencies. So that's a great way to go for anybody that's selling on Amazon. But business loans, you know, like I said, the vast majority of business loans nowadays don't come from the big banks. The big banks are government insured. They focus on conservative risk. Most businesses statistically fail. So it's just risky space for businesses or for big banks like Chase and Wells Fargo, as you mentioned, to even play in. And so all they do is issue SBA loans, which require three years of being in business and all kinds of requirements. So the biggest thing to do is focus on, as you said, your strength. So in your example, you said, what about inventory? Well, there's inventory financing out there. You know, you can get a credit line up to a half million dollars specifically for the purpose of buying inventory or borrowing against inventory you have to get a credit line. So I call this the three C's formula. What is your strength? Is your strength that you have consistent cash flow or is it that you have good credit or is it that you have some type of collateral? Depending on which of the strengths you have, the credit, the cash flow or the collateral, that opens up a whole slew of different lending options through alternative lenders that are available and much easier to get than what you're going to get at a big bank. Okay. So first of all, you're, you're telling me, and this is me asking, are you telling me that, that Amazon is, is reporting for me? So is that, is that thumbs up or is that? Well, that, that's, that's something to check into and see. Personally, I've seen Amazon revolving credit actually get reported. I've never physically seen a business credit report with an Amazon loan reported, but it's hard to tell. When you look at business credit reports, what you find is that they won't tell you Amazon is the account that's reporting. They'll only tell you the industry that the reporting company is in. So they might tell you, you know, office supplies, but they wouldn't tell you what was a Staples card, for example. Oh, so the, right. But you bring up a good point. The first thing to do is to figure that out, you know, to go Dear to Dun & Bradstreet. I'm sorry. Dear Amazon, will you let me know? When you say ask them, it's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's like computers. You don't talk to anybody. Even with the loan, it's like I reached, I thought, I thought they were going to call me to confirm stuff and I just got nothing. This is this big computer. You know what I mean? So I, I when you say <laughs> called them. I'm like, that's hilarious. 1-800-AMAZON. I don't think they're going to answer. So go back to what you're saying. Go to Dun & Bradstreet. Say it again. Yeah, I mean, that's the best thing. I mean, you know, there, there's a couple things you could do. You can always yeah. call, you know, when you're getting the credit or loan initially and you're going through that process, you can inquire right there if the account reports or look at the small print to see if it does. 
The second thing you could do is pull your credit reports. You know, you can go to Dun & Bradstreet, Experian Commercial, or Equifax Commercial directly, and then you can pull your business credit report with all three and see if you have accounts reporting on there. It's really one of the best ways to know what's on your business credit report now and also maintain good business credit. So that you just said some really great things and you went really fast because you're awesome. Can you just repeat those three things if people didn't get those, the three ones? Sure. Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax, and Experian. Those are the three biggest business credit reporting agencies, at least here in the United States. Okay, great. So obviously, there's two that I recognize, of course, from personal credit. So is there a section when you go there that you click on business credit? Well, you can easily type in Equifax or Experian Commercial or our website, actually, creditsuite.com forward slash reports. They can access all three there. Or just type in Equifax Business or Equifax Commercial or Experian Commercial or, or Experian Business. And if they type in one of those search terms, then they'll easily be able to find the reporting agencies or Experian and Equifax's business or commercial side where you can actually get your reports with them. Okay, great. So I, I like One Stop Shopper, right? So credit suite, S-U-I-T-E dot com forward slash report. Reports right, with report. an S. Yeah, and right there we link to all three. So it's just one easy place where somebody can go and then access their reports with all three reporting agencies. Perfect. This is an interesting conversation, Ty. I really like it because in the real estate investing world that I've been in for the last forever, <laughs> I don't even, I, I don't want to, you know, say I'm old, right? So I myself went through personal bankruptcy in Florida. So I was the one of the unlucky ones in 2005, 2006, lost my house, foreclosure, bankruptcy, got wiped out. I remember going to the bankruptcy attorney. I was doing everything under an LLC and I thought I was doing everything appropriate. And I went there and I said, well, this is a business bankruptcy. He's like, well, I'd love to tell you that you're right. And I understand that you put everything in an, in an LLC. And I understand you did everything on a business credit card. However, the financial institution sees this as personal. And it really you know, threw me for the loop. So I sat there in his office. and I'm like, but this is business. This is business. It's not personal. He's like, sorry, it's a personal bankruptcy. The only way to get rid of this debt that you're completely going under, you're going to have to wipe out your personal. And that was a big blow to me because I thought I was doing it right. And so that's something that I you know, learned, obviously, from a lesson of getting wiped out. So how can, I mean, I don't want people to go through this. I don't. I, I would like to know that people can figure out a way so that if something goes wrong, because we've heard this, you know, Trump's in office, we've heard him go in business bankruptcy. People go, well, what's the difference? You know, so maybe you can talk to that. Like, how do you, as a business owner, protect yourself? So if a business goes, quote unquote, under, right, unfortunately, you can file business bankruptcy, not a personal. Can you talk about that at all? Or, Well, I think you, you recommended a great step, which is the first thing to do is to choose an entity where you can separate your personal and business. And an LLC or corporation, you have the business and then you have what you have personally. So that's a good initial step because that way, for example, if you get sued, then they can sue the business, but they can't actually sue you personally. But even if you do that, even if you get an LLC or you get a corporation, when you provide your social security number, when you sign and provide that social and let them pull your personal credit, then what happens is you're providing a personal guarantee. So it doesn't matter if you're an LLC or corporation or those entities that are very good at helping separate liability. If you're still giving them a personal guarantee, you're still personally liable in default. And if you default, then they can pursue all of your personal assets. So the key is to do exactly what you said. Do an LLC or do a corporation. Step one, you know, don't be a partnership or sole proprietorship where you are the business. 
But then you have to be very intentional about the credit that you're obtaining. The minute you provide that social security number, you are providing a guarantee. So you need to go through the steps to build an initial business credit profile and score. And then once you use that, you can start obtaining real usable credit without providing your social security number. And then you're not going to be personally liable for those business debts. Now, as you mentioned, that there still will be business loans that they're still going to want a personal guarantee. To ever get away from guarantees on loans takes a very well-established business that usually takes many years to build. But at least a lot of the credit you obtain along the way, you can separate that liability so they can't come after your personal assets in case of default. Got it. Okay. So you, you referred to the process, the steps. Is that something that you help your clients with? Is that something you can share now? Is that something that where can they go to learn that? Say, hey, you know what? I'm interested. You've got me, Ty. I want this. How do I start that process? You know, Sure. I'll, I'll share the steps right now. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop swapping your time for money? Ever wanted to leverage your expertise by selling your knowledge to hundreds of people? I call that smart. And now you can easily and effortlessly, without a web guy, create memberships, online courses, coaching programs. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Start making money off what you know today. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. You know, the very first thing to do is that you need to make sure that your business is set up credibly before you even think about getting loans and getting credit cards. And you alluded to exactly why, because we live in a world now where automated approvals rule. So that's what your goal is, is to do what you said, to be able to go in and be able to get automated approvals without people manually underwriting your application. And so everything you put on in the application, just make sure it reflects that you have a credible business. Are you putting a real physical business address or a home address? Are you using a real business phone number as you should be or a mobile phone as your business phone? You know, make sure that everything you have there reflects that you're a credible business, that you have a website, that you have a professional business email address, that you have a fax number and a toll-free number. So every question you put there, make sure it reflects that you're credible, that you have the licensing Also, it's a great idea to make sure your information is congruent online. The name of your company you put on an application, make sure that's the same as the Secretary of State Records, for example. Those are the type of automated checks that they do. Once you have a credible business, then to build business credit, the first step is to really go. I want to stop you real quick, only because I think people have this question. Okay, so on the naming for a second. So let's say someone has a DBA, right? So the LLC is 123LC, but they go by a DBA, right? And some people are like, what's that? It's doing business as, they do business as one, two, three plumbing. Okay. So in the world of naming, would you even suggest doing a DBA there? Or would you suggest just being really clear, you know, one, two, three LLC the whole time? Well, I think that people choose DBAs for very specific reasons. You know, I think people that want to, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I own multiple businesses Mm -hmm. and I put them under one entity because I don't want to file taxes separately for all of them. Right, you know, right. yeah. so that's okay, but okay. you have to keep in mind that if you have a DBA and that DBA is the business that you're applying with, you need to include the real company name and the DBA. Believe it or not, Heather, one of the biggest reasons that people get denied at banks, and this is crazy, they put together all this documentation, and then what happens is the name on the application doesn't match exactly with the Secretary of State record. So 
the lender can't be sure that the applicant is what they're finding online, and they immediately deny the loan, and then they don't even tell the applicant the reason why. And that's a big frustration. I mean, you can imagine putting together all this paperwork and getting denied for something that basic that you easily could have modified and been approved. So that's why they have to be able to find you online. This congruency online where Bing and Yahoo and Google all have the same information reporting on your business is very important to lenders and credit issuers. So there's services like Yext, which is Y-E-X-T, that can make sure that your listings are congruent or you could manually do it. But whatever name you put on that application, it needs to be congruent with what they'll find online in the Secretary of State records, or in a lot of cases, it will mean an immediate decline. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, rewind that whole part because that's really a key piece. Thanks for that. I'm sorry for interrupting you on the steps, but I know that some people are like, well, I have, you know, what's the difference, right? So the consistency and the congruency is like, I hear is a key piece. Just like names, I think that happens a lot with names. People change names or they get married. And then that's where sometimes there's issues in the credit, right? So it's the same conversation. So you were in the middle of a step and I'm so apologetic that I just had to interrupt you. So continue. You were on the credit consistency and then step three. Well, then the first step, and no no problem at all for the interruption because you know exactly what your listeners are going to want to hear more more of. So after you've made sure that business is set up credibly, then you have to be very intentional about building business credit considering the vast majority of sources you get credit with won't report. So you want to start business credit with sources that will report and that will give you credit without having an established business credit profile and score already. So we talked about Amazon earlier. They're a great business credit source, but they won't give you credit without a personal guarantee if you have none already. So to get started, you want to go through what are called vendor accounts. And these are not revolving credit where you've got, you know, you could pay a minimum payment till you pay down what you owe. You know, they might give you net 30 terms where you have 30 days to pay entirely what you borrow. But these companies will report to the business credit reporting agencies and give you credit when you have none. And some, for example, are Uline, which sells shipping supplies. Quill, which sells office supplies, Monopolize Your Marketplace is a great one that sells like different marketing products and programs. You know, Gimplers sells like outdoor equipment. Seton sells all different kinds of things. We buy first aid stuff from Seton, for example. So these sources will give you credit when you have none. They won't require a personal credit check for approval. But most importantly, they report to the business credit reporting agencies. So once you go to these type of places, you put stuff in your car, try to buy about 50 bucks or more because some like Quill won't report the credit unless you do. And then you check out, you just basically choose their invoice me option and then they will do a quick check and give you credit. If they don't give you credit, places like Quill or Uline might make you make two or three orders before they do, but they all will. And then you pay the credit promptly because your business credit scores are basically based on how you pay your bills. So you always want to pay earlier on time. And then about 30 to 60 days, that credit reports to one of the reporting agencies. And once you have about five of those type of accounts reporting across all three reporting agencies, then you can then start moving on to, as you mentioned, Amazon, Dell, Apple, and start getting high limit credit cards with most major retail stores. Oh, that was great. Thank you for that. That was a huge, like just completely laying it down. I I had one question there because this is years ago. I'm kind of going back to years ago when someone I was talking to about business credit, they were talking about gas cards, you know, like Shell. Is that another one that they report credit card gas cards? Almost all major retailers do. But the key is that you cannot provide that social. And this is what they won't tell you because they want you to personally guarantee yeah, the credit, right? right? Like, forcing you to do it. That's why like, force, force. I'm like, but no. So yeah, how well, do you they, get around that? Do you just push back or just, especially if you do it with computers, right? You're dealing with computer applications. 
So how do you push back on that? If I'm, you know, how do you do that? Just say, forget it. It's not the right one. You know, in most cases there, if you give them your EIN and tell them you don't want to give them the social, sometimes you can do this online. Places like Uline Equip, they won't even ask for your social. So it's easy. And, and then some of them, you can't even fill out the online application. You need to fax an application in or call them to apply. And when you do this, just simply leave the social security number field completely blank. Now, once in a while, you will run into a frontline person at that store that doesn't know that you can even do that, and they will bite back. They will say, no, we need your social, and you'll say, no, you don't. I would like to apply based on my business credit merits alone. I will not provide my social security number. Please submit my application, and if you do that, and again, it's not common, but you will run into those people in that case, then you just have them submit the application without the social. Once your initial business credit's established, then that will be enough to get you approved at most major retail stores. So absolutely, BP, Chevron, Sunoco, Canoco, any of those offer business credit cards and very high limits. I mean, it's very common to see ten dollars to $20,000 limit credit cards be issued 60 or 90 days into this process of starting to build business credit. Oh, that's awesome. I had a shell one. I had a shell for a while and it was in that business that I uh, had to unfortunately go through the bankruptcy in 2005, 2006. That's why I was asking is I wasn't sure if, you know, that's been a while and things have changed since 2005 and six. Well, this is pretty awesome. So your website, just go ahead and share it again so people can maybe go look now while, um, while we're continuing talking. Sure. It's creditsuite.com. So it's creditsuite, which is S-U-I-T-E.com. And at the top right, we have links to our social media channels where we share tons of detailed information on the process of getting both business loans and building and attaining business credit. So lots of times in the, the credit industry, there's uh, people that are teaching education courses or they do it for you. Are you doing it for them or you educating them and just kind of get an idea when they go to the website, what they're what they're going to be getting and, and seeing? Well, we're very big with free information. We have tons of free content. We're step-by-step where people can go out and do this on their own. And then we've got a tier of people that want the fastest results. And, you know, they want to work with us one-on-one to do so. So we've got our full-blown coaching program where we work hand-in-hand with business owners to just basically take a long process and condense it. The, The business owner definitely has to be involved because when you think about building credit, you're basically finding credit you want to use. You're using it to buy stuff you want or need and then you're paying the bill, that's things that you know you have to have somebody involved because we don't know what kind of credit they want or what they would want to buy. So that part they have to be involved with, but our system is hands-on. You know, we, We're very deep with coaching and working with people hand-in-hand through the process, and we have really awesome technology that expedites the process for somebody to build business credit and obtain business loans. Oh, I love that. That's great. I did have one question inside of building business credit. Do you find that you have to do secured business credit for a while at the beginning until you get things rolling? Secured business credit is very rare in the business world, very rare. I mean, Wells Fargo is about one of the only sources out there that really reports to the business credit reporting agencies with a secured card. So instead of secured, vendor credit is kind of the replacement. We're used to secured credit in the consumer world to start reports. But in the business world, vendor accounts are primarily how you start to report. Now, there is a faster way to get there if somebody does have personal credit that's good. If somebody has good personal credit and they don't mind signing as a guarantor with Visa cards and MasterCards and cash credit cards, then you know we've got a program where somebody can get up to $150,000 in unsecured financing or unsecured business credit cards, 0% rates for 6 to 18 months. It's based on personal credit. They do have a personal guarantee. 
but all the accounts they get report to the business credit reporting agencies. So they're kind of skipping the vendor credit source and replacing it with cash credit. The only trade-off is that they're coming in with a personal guarantee on those initial cards, whereas vendor credit counts, they wouldn't have to do so. Interesting. Oh, that's really so. So just to kind of repeat what you just said, I'm just repeating that is basically you are saying, yes, I'm going to put my my social security number down, but you get a larger credit line. And then that does go to towards your business credit, correct? So you're Yeah, using... absolutely. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Our whole world revolves around our smartphones now. You know they say we look at our phones on an average of 150 times a day or more. Look, if you're a small business and want to grow, you need to reach people where they're looking the most. Their smartphones... So text the word START to 72000 now to learn more from our friends at Mobit or go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit. Again, text the word START to 72000 now. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. You can walk into Wells Fargo, Bank of America. You can get a Capital One Spark card, and you can get a business credit card. But the problem with so many of those cards is that they either don't report to a business credit reporting agency or even worse, like Capital One, for example, they report to the consumer credit reporting agencies. And that's a huge problem because you know when you look at how consumer credit and FICO works, 30% of your credit score is utilization. So if you're getting credit cards for your business that report on your personal credit report, then, you know, anything higher than like 2% balance in relation to limit can really be lowering your score. And as you get 30% of a balance owed to a limit, you're really severely damaging your credit scores. So you have to be very intentional of getting credit that doesn't report on your consumer credit report. Because if you do and you use it as you would normally as a business owner, you'll really tank your consumer credit scores. And that's a really good point because obviously people get the commercials, right? What's what's in your wallet, business spark, da-da-da-da-da, and they push, 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 push. It's a good point to make because I know for myself, I have three entities at this point and I'm doing everything in my power, uh, in, but you've given me some great tips to make sure I'm separated, you know? And some people might be listening going, well, you're playing the game and you're, I don't know, maybe a negative view. I don't know. For me, the rules are the rules and why not use and leverage the rules at the most available to us, right? That's how I right. see it. So that, that's that's a particular view. You want to separate the business as much as possible than your personal. Because like I said, I had a business, I mean, because I went through it. I mean, and other people have had this. I had a business partner. We we're in the business together. We co-owned it. But I wasn't doing what Ty is telling you, basically. And I didn't separate it enough, right? So when I went to the lawyer, I'm like, we need to file, close this company and and wipe the debt. He's like, well, I got to put you in that pile. <laughs> I'm like, no. So it really hurt me for 10 years. I mean, I went through life without a credit card for 10 years. And that was just ridiculous. And it was really challenging. So not because I can't make money. It's more about being able to say, hey, I need to buy supplies. I need to buy some $10,000 worth of things and be able to pay it back over time. So it really is an important aspect of business that you need to be able to have this kind of information. So I love that you're, what you're doing. And if people say, hey, I want to raise my hand, I want to work with you. Do you have a, a specific place that they can go, Ty, that they can reach out to you to do that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. There's two places. They could go to creditsuite.com forward slash EIN. And at creditsuite.com forward slash EIN, there's a great free guide that it, with more detail maps out the steps of building business credit. 
Uh, and then they can also go to creditsuite.com forward slash consult. And at creditsuite.com forward slash consult, they can schedule time to talk with us. We will get a free copy of the Credit Safe Credit Report and give it to you. And then we will pull your Experian Credit Report at no cost and review that with you. We'll tell you everything that Experian knows about you, what's on there, your scores, your trade lines, all those types of things. Oh, nice. So that's, is that a fee or is that free? The no, it's completely free. I mean, we pay. You know, we pay for Experian commercial credit reports, but we pay a very small amount because, you know, we we order high volumes of business credit reports uh, and the same thing with Credit Safe. So, yeah, we incur a cost, but we don't pass that cost on to anybody that wants. So anybody that wants to go to creditsuite.com forward slash consult will schedule time. We'll map out and talk to you about a path where you could build your own business credit or work with us. But either way, we can at least get you free copies of your business credit report so you know what's going on. You'll know where you are, and then you can kind of make the best decisions for yourself from that point. That's awesome. So that's creditsuite.com forward slash consult and creditsuite.com forward slash EIN. That's really awesome. You know, I, I love that what you're doing. I think you're, gonna, you're helping a lot of businesses. And I think in 2017, we are in the explosion of entrepreneurship. That is, I think, is, is possible. But what I think is more important is that the financial industry is finally catching up with entrepreneurs, right? Because not everyone has what I call a brick and mortar and a thing called a, you know, a location. I mean, most people I know have online businesses or real estate investment businesses. And it's sometimes hard for normal banks to understand that. So I think that the credit industry and the financial industry is catching up with the business industry. So I think it's kind of cool. So thank you so much, Shai. Last words for our guests. Heather, I had a blast. I just wanted to thank you for having me on. It's really been an honor. And, and I'm, I'm a big fan. So thanks for letting me be here. And uh, my, my best advice is just listen. You know, the, the one thing you'll learn on the commercial and the consumer side is to get money before you need it. You know, so start building your business credit as soon as you possibly can, even as starting your business. So that way you have that credit profile and score. So as you need to go get business loans, as you need to access high limit business credit cards, you have the established credit profile and score that lenders and credit issuers are going to look at to make that determination for approval. Very good advice right there. All right, guys, this is Ty and you can go to creditsuite.com. All right, everyone, this is Heather Haven with The Win. See you next time. Welcome to another edition of Heather Highlight. Here at The Win, I get to ask the experts about themselves, their stories, their views. And in this Heather Highlight, I am interviewed and probed about my story, successes and failures. So enjoy. What makes for great persuasive presentations? In person, it's all about the energy. It's all about how they present themselves as a person, the energy of them. Here's why I know this, because we travel the country. Sometimes we have different presenters. We ended up with one presenter. We kind of like became their rock. But I would see different presenters and the script was the same. The company gave the script out pretty much. What I learned is we can have three guys, four guys, whatever, four people, same script. They'd say the same thing. One would bomb. One would do really well and the other two would average. Why is that? They're saying the same thing, same copy, same scripting. Mm -hmm. right. What I learned a lot of it is the tone, the tonality, the energy of the person, right? Are they low energy, high energy? I'm kind of taking from Donald Trump right now. Low energy or high energy? Are they charismatic? Is that who they are? Like, is that, what's their energy? Because people don't listen to half what they say. They're reading you. You know, they're reading a person. Do I like them? Do I, do I trust them? Do I kind of get what they're saying? Okay, I'm in. I mean, that's what they think. That's what they think. That's all they think. And so that's, that's what you have to constantly portray in a presentation. Now, go online. I took all that skills of copy, persuasion, influence, and went online 
right, in 2006 and built a business from <clears throat> zero to a million dollars in one year because I took a guy that was kind of average <laughs> and I said, okay, do this, 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 wrote a script, created a, a new him uh-huh, and a presentation and was able to sell zero to a million dollars in sales in one year in his products. And that was a Heather highlight for the entire interview. Check out the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.